really, again, you're not going to see these things because you're going to be gone when they go into place, but you're going to know that you're causing your family less grief because things are going the way that you want them to. Hello, this is Mark Silverman, managing member and founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a certified financial planner professional. I want to welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week, we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. You're listening to Saving with Silverman with the one and only Mark Silverman at Silverman and Associates. He's the founder and the managing member. The number to call if you'd like to get in touch with Mark is 520-333-7601. That is 520-333-7601. You can call or text if you're more comfortable doing that. Of course, uh, Mark Silverman has been doing this show for a very long time. Would love to hear from you. He has something called a 20-minute introductory phone call. If you'd like to talk with Mark, uh, himself uh, in person. Uh, you can do that as well. If you'd like to come into the office in Tucson, the number to call once again to make that happen, 520-333-7601. Those who've been listening to this show for a very long time know that it's all about preparing for retirement, making sure that your financial plan is in order, and that you have a plan. There are a lot of people out there walking around today with no plan, and that's kind of a scary prospect. Uh, Mark, I know that that's one thing that drives you crazy, talking to people who have no plan at all. And you, of course, can help them put one together. Absolutely. We, you know, we're a financial planning firm first, and a lot of people use that term pretty loosely. In order to be a financial planner, you should be a certified financial planner. There's only one designation. And, you know, I find so many people are just truly, I hate to say it, salespeople. They're just trying to sell products, whether it be annuities or whatever else. Uh, and that's not financial planning. You've got to put the time in to run an analysis and put do what's in people's best interest which shouldn't be having somebody sell you a commissionable product. That's not a fiduciary relationship, let me tell you. One of the aspects about retirement and financial planning that goes along with it is uh, legacy. Uh, there are some people who don't care at all about leaving a financial legacy, but for those who do, it's important to eliminate some of the common estate planning mistakes. And as a matter of fact, let's just talk about that right now, estate planning mistakes that people make. The first one that I think of here is failing to plan for expenses that can possibly be foreseen, especially health care, which can ruin anybody's plan if you're not ready for it. Yeah, that's absolutely one. And, you know, we have real conversations with our clients. You know, sometimes the conversations aren't fun, but they're important to have. And healthcare is one of them. It's not an exciting thing to talk about long-term care, let me tell you, but it's a reality and you need to have a strategy, whether that be to self-insure, whether it be to have a traditional long-term care policy, whether it be having a hybrid policy, which is a life insurance policy with a long-term care rider, there's different options that you have. Actually, there's more options now than you've ever had. And just understanding what those options are and making an informed decision is going to put you in a better place. And as I tell people, you know, when you retire, hopefully you have enough years to go do the things that you want to do. But once you start hitting age 80 or 85, instead of spending money on the things that you enjoy, you're probably going to be spending that money on healthcare. Uh, and that's just an unfortunate reality. Well, I know that uh, a lot of people get hit with that. They're not ready for it. And, and one of the problems is that people just hate to talk about it, hate to even consider, uh, you know, the fact that you might end up needing some kind of long-term care or end up in a nursing home or whatever the case may be. Another th mistake that people make is failing to update beneficiary designations. Uh, you see that happen a lot, don't you? 
I've seen it happen. I mean, not a lot, but I've definitely seen it happen. And, you know, even if you have a trust in place, if you have a beneficiary designation that you haven't updated on account, that supersedes everything else. So if you have a trust that says all my money is going to so-and-so, but you have an IRA somewhere and the beneficiary is maybe your, let's say, ex-wife, that money is going to your ex-wife. And I had this happen. I've had it happen a few times where I had somebody come in they told me they were divorced. And I was looking at their statement. It was right on the first page of their statement. They were working for one of the major wirehouses. And I noticed it was a female's name and I knew he had a son. And I said, you know, this isn't your son, I assume. He goes, no, that's my ex-wife. I go, well, do you realize if something happened to you, this account would be going to your ex-wife? He goes, no, no, no. I told them to change that. I said, well, you may have told them, but it hasn't been done. In fact, you get a monthly statement that shows you every month that she's still on there. So you probably don't have a good case of getting that change. So again, you need to review beneficiary designations. You know, as I tell people, who you may want as a beneficiary now may change in the future. People are born, people die. Those should be regularly updated to reflect how you want your assets distributed. My goodness, that could cause all kinds of problems if you have an ex-wife on there. <laughs> we don't even need to but get it, into But it all happened those. because it wasn't his ex-wife when she was on there. It was his wife. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> how about failing to take steps to avoid conflict and potential litigation among your heirs and family members? Because people get really greedy when it comes to money. You know, it's unfortunate. That's probably one of the more difficult things to see is how families change when money is involved and people die. And if you have a well laid out, you know, estate plan that you've documented with an attorney uh, and it's laid out the way that you want it, things can go much smoother because then there's no question of how, you know, so-and-so wanted things. Where it gets ugly is when people don't have a plan or they just have a simple will or they haven't really done anything there. And so they're going off what, you know, you know, grandpa told me this or grandpa told the other person this, but, you know, then you people are contesting it and, and all sorts of things. So it's important that you have all this stuff laid out. And really, again, you're not going to see these things because you're going to be gone when they go into place. But you're going to know that you're causing your family less grief because they, and things are going the way that you want them to. And so it's important that you lay things out and have it updated. If you have an estate plan, great. If you've done a trust and wills and all that stuff, great. We recommend that you update those at least every five years and just have them reviewed. Doesn't mean you need a new one, but having them reviewed, making sure that everything's matching. You know, If you move to different states, laws are different. Um, if your situation's changed, like I said, people are born and people die. So you want to make sure you're updating that and just making sure that your assets are going to be distributed the way that you want them to the people you want them with the minimal taxes as possible as well. You know, some people uh, get really clever and uh, creative and, and transfer real estate while they're still living instead of having it happen at death. And sometimes that can be a mistake too, right? Well, it is. Um, there's a couple reasons for it. One is the step up in basis. So if you add a you know, a, a child or a grandchild to an account and they don't get the step up in basis. And what I mean by that is if you inherit an asset and let's say that they purchased, and I'll keep it simple, let's say somebody bought a stock for $10 and now the stock's worth 100 if they're added to it, that original cost basis, so the gate is $90 versus let's say when that person died and then the beneficiary is that other person that you would have added to the account is 100 then there's no taxable gain because there's what's called a step up in basis. So that happens with real estate, that can happen with stocks. The other issue is, is adding people to like checking accounts and giving people ownership rather than them inheriting that account, they're an actual owner of that account. Uh, and I've seen cases where, and people aren't, you know, trying to be mischievous or anything like that, but it they can access that money. They may take money out of that account when they weren't meant to because they're an actual owner of the account. And I've seen that happen and it's unfortunate. It's much better to use either a trust 
or use what's called a POD payable on death or TOD, which is transfer on death. So if something happens there, they get those assets, they avoid probate, like is what your intention probably was, but they're not an owner while that person is still living. We're talking about estate planning mistakes. And uh, another thing that, that happens is that a lot of people don't really think about taxes and what all the implications are going to be. And that certainly is uh, an important thing, not considering the tax implications of your estate. In other words, you're leaving a tax problem for somebody else else to deal with. It can be, depending on the type of account. Um, and, you know, they're talking about revising some of the estate things. I know you have to have millions and millions of dollars um, for typically for estate taxes, but that each state has their own set of taxes as well, which can be different per state. So it's understanding those sorts of things and having an estate plan that's going to address these sorts of things. Again, it's, it's so important. If you can pre-plan and think these things out first, you're not reacting, but you're being proactive. You're going to put yourself and, and quite honestly, your kids and grandkids in a much better place so they can inherit those assets, avoiding probate for one and two, minimizing taxes that may could may have been avoided. You know, another use of life insurance can be for this to pass money on from one generation to the next. So that's another option that works very well. Uh, and sometimes you can do that a lot more tax efficiently than if you do nothing about it. So there's lots of different strategies. And if you inform yourself, you can make the right decision. And it doesn't mean you need to do something. But at least you know what those decisions are. And if you determine you don't want to do anything after you know the information, that's one thing. But, you know, not knowing is a bad thing because you could be making a bad decision that's either going to harm you or your family by by not knowing what's going to happen. If you want to avoid financial planning mistakes and uh, if you have chosen to listen to this show, you've made a good decision at that point. But, uh, Mark, a lot of folks are going to call and try to get uh, on the phone with you or maybe come in to visit you. Uh, what happens when you have that discussion? So what we're going to do is just have a conversation. You know, you're, you're free to ask me any questions. The conversation's with me. I don't pawn you off on somebody else. I'll ask you some information, get some information from you, uh, go through our process and tell you a little bit about how we work and how we do things things. If, if we're all in agreement that we're a good fit for you and you're a good fit for us, we'll schedule a meeting here in the office where we can get more detailed. As I mentioned, I think Ron probably has, I am a CFP. I'm a fiduciary. I'm totally independent. I'm not tied to any bank brokerage, insurance, mutual fund company. I'm not an insurance salesperson like a lot of these people, unfortunately, on the radio are. I truly am a fiduciary. We do what's in your best interest. We're not pitching or selling products. You've been listening to the Saving with Silverman podcast. If you have any questions at all about your financial situation, please give Mark Silverman a call. Again, his number is 520-333-7601 or go online to savingwithsilverman.com. For Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Stutz. We'll see you next time on the Saving with Silverman podcast. The Saving with Silverman podcast is brought to you by Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, based in Tucson, Arizona. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to shows. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Saving with Silverman to find us or visit savingwithsilverman.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Mark, and to learn more about how to make smarter decisions with your money. Did you know that Mark Silverman also has a radio show? Tune in to Saving with Silverman Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 790 KNST. 
All matters discussed on this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. This show shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Arizona or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Silverman and Associates, an affiliated company.